You're out the door, Andy. I'm after spending about five grand on a thousand Paddy and Andy football pod t-shirts. So oh, Jesus Christ. It's like yeah. Garth Brooks all over again. The football pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. Off the ball. This is News Talk. Now, you're very welcome back. So the weekend just gone in the NFL has been described by lots of very seasoned observers as maybe the greatest weekend of NFL playoff action ever of all time. It was pretty nuts. So this year's divisional round drew to a close in remarkable circumstances last night. The Chiefs overcame the Bills in a classic. Here is how Tony Romo and Jim Nance called a dramatic final two minutes in Kansas City. Have a listen. Fires it. It's a wide open. Remarkable. Touchdown. Buffalo. Davis again. This is. Uh, it just is impossible. A strike. Down the middle. It's Hill in the open. Cuts it upfield. He might be gone. He is. Kansas City takes the lead with a minute to go from 64. Incredible yards. Well, we talked about Josh Allen. You Could we possibly have three lead changes inside the last two minutes of a divisional playoff game? No. No way. No way? Maybe. Maybe way. Down the middle to the end zone. And there it is. Touchdown number four on the night for Davis. To send it to overtime. The kick is good. It's going to overtime. Oh, my gosh. This is the most perfect quarterback play maybe ever. I mean, this is unbelievable back and forth. Looking to the end zone for the win. He caught it. Ball game. Chiefs to the championship game. This is just unfathomable. The Bills had won this game. It was over. Josh Allen with a perfect postseason. And Patrick Mahomes somehow comes out there and shows the world Oh my gosh, one of the great games you'll ever see. Yeah, Tony Romo and Jim Nance there. That was the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes beating the Bills, 42 points to 36. And really, it was pretty much like that right the way through the weekend to try and make sense of it all. Tara Sullivan from the Boston Globe is with us. Hello. Hello. How so are you? I'm not overstating things here. People are saying this is the greatest weekend no. of its kind in NFL history. Oh, you're not overstating it at all? That. Listen, there's always recency bias in sports, um, and we, you know, we love to think of the the, the 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 latest thing we saw as the best. But I, think the quality of all four games, um, the drama going down to the final play in each game, which is pretty unusual when you go back to the previous weekend when there were so many more blowouts, and you know how common those can be. Um, I, I just think it's it's a very easy argument to make that this was the best week. Ah. So good, I think your Wi-Fi has deserted us. Tara, are you gone? I'm here. Did I lose you? Briefly, yeah. I think uh, just uh, oh. we lost you at the point of saying that basically all four games went down to the very last play. So kind of hard to beat that. It is indeed. And I said a, a point I was making, if you look at the previous weekend when there were a lot of blowouts and games that weren't that close, it just reminds you, 
you know, what the drama is like when the games are that close. And I think it just makes a very easy argument that this was the best weekend of playoff football that the NFL has ever given us. We heard the commentary there of the Chiefs beating the Bills. That was 42-36. Tom Brady had an extraordinary evening. Uh, The Bucs, the the champions, they were down, they were out, it was over. And then Brady does what he does and stages this miraculous comeback and gets back level. And then ultimately they lose with the last play of the game. And then Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, they were beaten by the 49ers. Again, a last second field goal. And the Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals, uh, they had a first playoff win in 31 years last weekend and they beat the AFC number one seed Tennessee Titans. So this is all that's going on in the space of two days. Where do you want to jump in here? Which one of these caught you the most? Well, I think last night, because it was the finale, because it was such a crazy final two minutes. I mean, that game last night is unlike anything I've ever seen. I, I, I was I was emailing with the former NFL executive who I know who's in his 80s now and he was a long ago general manager of the Patriots and he even said that was the best game he ever watched. And I just think because of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, how you you just know that we're probably in for many more of these battles from them. They're young, they're unbelievably talented. Um, it just, you know, it felt not only in the moment like one of the best games, but it had me thinking, oh my gosh, we could be getting this for years to come. So for me, I was most excited by that final one just because of the mm. level of drama and play across those final few minutes in overtime. Patrick Mahomes is a name we're all very familiar with and they are gunning for three Super Bowl appearances in a row now. The uh, Chiefs, uh, Josh Allen, the Buffalo quarterback, may be less of a household name for the more casual mm. fans. He seemed to uh, put in an exceptional performance. So people are saying in Patrick Mahomes and now in Josh Allen, we could have like the Tom Brady... Peyton Manning of the twenties, and it's and it's such a a great comparison in many ways. Although I think it almost does a little disservice. Like you mentioned, the Bengals, right? They have a second year quarterback in Joe Burrow, who seems to be emerging as you know a similarly great young quarterback. And there are others, but I don't know. Mahomes is definitely the king of the mountain. Like he's he's more the Brady type. I know he only has one Super Bowl so far, but he's the guy that's at the at the top of the hill. And I was watching ESPN here um, this morning and one of the commentators likened him to kind of the Michael Jordan of the group that there were so many great NBA players in the Michael Jordan era who were unable to win a championship, right? Because Jordan kept blocking the way. So right now, Mahomes has that chance. Um, Not only is is he, you know, maybe in line for a third straight Super Bowl, this thing that the Chiefs are doing now, they're going to host this conference championship game next Sunday for the fourth consecutive year. They're going to host it. That's never happened before in the NFL. So Mahomes is is really a class above right now. But Josh Allen, I mean, he blew the doors off of this this playoffs. Not only doing what he did to New England. I mean, I was at that game when he just destroyed New England. He didn't. They didn't have to punt. They didn't have to. I mean, he was incredible. Um, and it certainly wasn't his fault that they lost. <laughs> yeah. That the Bills lost last night. So um, they could be the next Manning Brady. And how great would that be? You know, because it certainly was fun watching those guys battle. Yeah, he threw seven touchdowns against the Patriots, Josh Allen. If uh, Mahomes is slightly apart from the rest, what sets Mahomes apart from the rest for you? Well, I mean, you start with the talent, right? He has this absurd um, throwing motion, ability, accuracy, athleticism like he has. And then obviously he can run with the ball as well. He can escape the pocket. You see these crazy sidearm throws and maybe, you know, he has this great baseball background for 
for fans who, who might not have read about that, he played, his father was a professional baseball player, so he kind of has his own way of throwing the football that, that clearly really works. <laughs> um, you know, he has the resume of a winner. He's won one already. He's incredibly calm in stressful times. You know, the, the Chiefs had a weird season. There were many points earlier this year that it was easy to kind of count them out. Um, you know, that Mahomes was stuck at the end of game saying, you know, I didn't do anything for us today. Our defense won us the game. And But he never kind of loses that run of himself. And he he's just an incredible leader and an incredible quarterback. And I just think his sort of acrobatics and athleticism really do set him apart. Okay. Uh, let's talk uh, the Rams then, the LA Rams, who beat the defending champions, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, Matt Gay converted a 30-yard field goal as time expired and so it was a very dramatic win for the Rams. You can expand on this, but in short, uh, Rams got off to a brilliant start. They were way ahead. Yeah. Tom Brady was looking like a 44-year-old should look and then uh, second half, he looks like the evergreen Tommy Ra- Tom Brady looks and launched an amazing comeback and did draw level only to lose it with the last kick of the game. So this kind of has everything going on. It does indeed. And, you know, Brady... Rogers the night before, but Brady in particular is just, you know, he's such a magnet for so much of our curiosity. And, you know, you're just, you're taken by in amazement what he does. Back, I hope I'm back. How are you? You are great. So you were, you were in the process of talking about how Brady is just a magnet for this kind of drama. Yes. And, and what I was just saying is that um, as dramatic as it was, and because he's just such a central figure in the NFL, we're still talking about him all day today because you know, there's a lot of little leaking stories, whatever that is, he actually really considering retirement this time around. And not that he addressed it in any specificity after the game, but he didn't say no either. You know, he said he has to think about things. And I don't know, it does have, again, it could be just because it's the moments after the game, but it does feel like it's, you know, it's a possibility this time around, which would be you know, a monumental NFL story the day that guy's career comes to an end. Yeah, there's nothing in his performances which suggest he should retire. No, I would. Well, there are times, like you said, the first half, you know, I'm sure that there are times this season where he's taking hits or even seeing him get frustrated. I don't know if you saw he, he drew his first uh, unsportsmanlike yeah. um, conduct penalty of his career yesterday. Uh, and this season was strange. You know, the Antonio Brown things like some of that drama. It makes me wonder if he's still kind of the off the field stuff, if he still wants to deal with a lot of that. But from a quarterbacking perspective, um no, I don't. If he uh, to me, if he were to choose to keep playing, he's certainly still playing at at a very, very high level. Yeah, played in all seventeen games, led the NFL in passing yards with a career high yeah. five thousand three hundred and sixteen through forty three touchdown passes. So he's he's hanging in there. He's crazy. Hanging in there. Yeah, he's <laughs> hanging in there. But it's interesting because the Bucks will have a lot of like salary cap issues. It's not like from last year to this, they were kind of able to keep the same team, and it was a very seamless kind of let's try go to do this again, right? Like it, it every, but it it won't quite be that simple for next year so I do think he has a lot to think about this offseason The last time uh, the world at large was thinking about Aaron Rodgers he was holding court on Mm -hmm. uh, vaccinations and COVID Mm -hmm. so disappointing end to his season beaten by the 49ers 13 points to 10 he's now 0-4 against the 49ers in uh, playoffs across his career did I see Rodgers say that he does not want to be part of a rebuild if he's going to keep playing so is he out of here? It's a great question. He did say that. And I I think it was even in terms of staying in Green Bay, you know, if they have to kind of start from scratch, if there's a lot going on or where else he could end up. I mean, listen, I don't 
that guy's an enigma to me. I, I cannot figure out Aaron Rodgers at all. I don't know if he loves football as much as he says he does. I really just have a hard time figuring that guy out. But I I do think it would be um, quite a disappointment for him to finish his career with only one Super Bowl because from a talent perspective, he throws the ball as good or better than anybody we've seen of his generation. And he has had some great players around him over the years, maybe not enough of them. Um, I don't know, but he's come up small in big situations like losing at home in his first playoff game with the number one seed in the conference, which is what happened yesterday. So, or two days ago. Um, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is done. I think he'll be in the hall of fame in an eye blink, but I do think there would be some disappointment to his career, not having won another Super Bowl. Yeah. His record in the playoffs, to be frank about it, is poor, and that would not always great. be thrown yeah. at him. Absolutely, and it's you know, and it's a record with the pressure on. Like it's not, you know, Eli Manning got in the playoffs twice, was an underdog, and went on these great runs. So you know, it's you kind of see it in that fashion, like it's a great playoff record. But Aaron Rodgers to me, or, and it made me think a lot about Brady and what the what the Patriots and Belichick did all those years because they always had the bullseye on their back really after that first Super Bowl when they sort of came from nowhere. They were always the hunted from that point forward, and they handled that really well. And I think there's something to that that we see it's really not that easy. Both number one seeds lost um, over the weekend, but at least in the case of Tennessee, there's not a lot of history there as, as you know being in that position. Aaron Rodgers has been in that position for the latter half of his career and did win a Super Bowl, and yet, you know, to me, just didn't play well. He didn't play well particularly poorly in the second half he really zeroed in on one receiver and it cost him a lot in the end and I, I you know he just didn't play well and I think it would be I think it's fair I think he absolutely should be in the Hall of Fame and he's one of the greatest throwers we, we've ever seen but I can't help just feeling he should have won more he should have won more Super Bowls Okay Tara we'll leave it there thanks Emil Thank you Cheers Tara Sullivan there from the Boston Globe so uh, this weekend coming 30th of January the Sunday has uh, big shoes to fill the AFC Championship game Bengals away to the Chiefs is 8 o'clock Irish time and then the NFC game uh, Rams have the 49ers that's a half past 11 kickoff on uh, Sunday so I suspect we're talking about that next week